this episode, we bring it. It being our two suggestions for the name of Cadillac Jack and Donna Jack as a country music duo out on the road. I thought the yeah, trifling cowpokes was pretty spot on, but Donna didn't seem to think so. We introduce you to the winners of the Iowa State Fair Husband Calling Contest. Here is the second place winner. I'd be at the courthouse a quick. And poor Roy, who is married to the winner. Here's a piece of uh, here's a piece of Roy's wife. Roy? Uh-uh. No, ma'am. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I can. And wish that I couldn't. I'm a sucker for a good boot-stomping fiddle breakdown. And in the song that I add to the Spotify Hype Song playlist this hour, you get just that. The number one country song in America this week back in 1982. 41 years ago. A song from Randy Owen and the gang from Fort Payne. Let's get underway. Episode 335. This is Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old. Put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to My Second Act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with your family and your friends and your co-workers. Talk about things like... uh, conversations about current events and pop culture, headlines in the news, social media, plus endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to Cadillac Check, my second act. My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Donna. Um, you know, like, all right, so I, I work in, I, I manage a retail store, and I um, I have to ask for people's uh, email addresses, which sometimes really makes people mad, because they feel like they're giving everything to the federal government by giving me this like email address for some reason. But anyway, I don't do? know. They just get so they act like we're going to like harvest their organs or something. But you know, and, and I'm like, this is the only way we're going to get a receipt and reward points. But whatever, I don't really care. So but I will hear the strangest emails. And I'm sure people who work anywhere like in doctor's office or anywhere. And you're just like, are you sure you want to use that email? Where, where did that come from? What's the backstory there? Yeah, like, do you want to use that email? Like, I mean, I can't tell you the ones I've had. Like, um, and they're almost like embarrassed to tell you. They're like crazy bitch four hundred three at aol.com. It's always the ones with like the AOL, like with the runner. You know, the runner. What's the guy that ran across uh, your that screen? Was, that was AOL. Yeah. Um, or they'll be like, this is where I put all my my um, my re- you know, stuff. like my receipts and stuff. I'm like, yeah, sure. And it's like um, Velvet Betty 245. And you're just like, okay. What does that mean? I don't know. But, you know, just craziness. But I'm, my point to this is I have searched high and low because evidently dog getting your dog groomed, you have to make an appointment seven months in advance. And so I couldn't find a place to get Roscoe groomed. And he needs his little nails dremeled. They're too long. He needs his little, he needs from rooter to tutor, yep. as they say, cleaned out. And so he's going to the vet tomorrow, but the vet didn't have any grooming appointments. And they're like, oh, you should call this woman. And this is her phone number. And she comes because I said, do you have anyone you recommend? Because you really want a good dog groomer because you've heard stories of things going awry. So I like a mobile dog groomer because the dogs are kind of more comfortable. They come up in your thing, you know, and we used one one time and then they went out of business. So they gave me this number. They didn't tell me the woman's name. They gave me her number and I called her and she answers the phone. Rainbow sparkles. And I'm like, uh, like it's a new flavor of uh, for Skittles or something. Yeah, or the Jenny's ice cream. I'm like, I think I was calling. Maybe I have the wrong number. I was calling the dog room. She's like, no, 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 that's me. And she's like, that's me, Rainbow Sparkles. 
She's like, I, and we started talking and she's like, I arrive in your driveway in my rainbow sparkles unicorn van. And it just makes the dog so comfortable. Whoa, 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 what time should she get here tomorrow? Five. And it no, just makes noted, the dog noted. so comfortable. And I'm thinking, does it? Does it? Like, does Roscoe, would he be, would he be happier just to see someone like in some normal clothes? Or is he going to be like, is she going to jump out of this van in like a tutu and some, I don't even know, like, like looking like Pippi Longstocking. Now, if you're not, you some people, are you, do you know who Pippi Longstocking is? I don't. Oh my God, you're so young. Anyway, well, just like, you know, someone crazy, like Willy Wonka or whatever, like do dogs care? No. And I think that would be more alarming, don't you? I, w- I would think that, yes. And especially if the dog doesn't like strangers, you know, new people. There's already a- A level a of heightened, discomfort. Yes, heightened discomfort. Yeah, so- but she is like so highly recommended. Like she has these, you know, everybody loves her around our area, Rainbow Sparkles, everybody knows her. And she's like, and don't worry, I'll clean up the glitter from the driveway. What? And I'm like, what? Like Roscoe's going to a rave tomorrow at five. And I hate it because I'm not going to be here and you're going to have to handle all this. And I ask you, because he does not like for people to touch his paws and he has to have his little nails dremeled. So I said to you, are you able to climb into Rainbow Sparkles' van? Which... That's sort of like a, that's, that's a trick question because I meant, would you get in the van with Roscoe to make him feel more comfortable, but not, are you capable? Cause like, I don't know how high the van is. I don't know if you can get your leg up there. I'll be, to, I'll be higher. So we'll be fine. We'll okay. Be, we'll get in there. But we'll can you get there. your leg up there? Yeah, we'll be fine. Okay. And so, and you I had some heightened discomfort uh, today as well. After I ate that, uh, that seafood dish at Marietta Diner. I don't want to talk about that right now, but so yeah, you're going to. And then I said it might be good if you invited her into the house because no. he might be more comfortable. And you're like, that no. defeats the purpose yeah. of the mobile group. We want him, her, her, he and her contained in, this, in the unicorn van. Because that's more like home grooming as opposed to mobile. Right. And I don't want glitter in the house. If you're going to, if glitter's going to be sprayed and spewed and tossed about, I'd, I'd rather it be done in the driveway as opposed to the house. Well, I'm encouraging you. And so is everyone listening to take a video, give us a play by play, and answer the door. Well, I don't have a choice, I don't think. Yeah. Um, and just make Roscoe feel at ease. Okay. You know, because I think she's one of those people that's going to get out of the van like, hello, uh, hey, no, no, how no, are no, you? No, 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 I'll be like, uh, Rainbow Sparkles, let's bring it down a couple notches. Bring it down. A couple, couple notches, bring it down. Bring okay, it down. back to your dinner. Uh-huh. You text me and you send me this picture of it's this a video. It's gel- a video. It's a video of this gelatinous glob. And the question is, guess how much this cost? Yes. Will, bit- our, will our 24-year-old son moved into his new apartment? This weekend in Marietta. So I went over there today to uh, to take him some items and see his apartment and hang out and take him to dinner. And we went to Marietta Diner. A very f- okay. Why? We got to scratch that now. What? Okay. What are you talking about? I, just, I wasn't going to say the name of the place, but okay. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a legendary place. Yes. Okay. So we'll just, we don't need to be talking about this. Why? Why can't we be talking about it? But, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. It was a fantastic dish. Oh, good. Good. I had some heightened discomfort, but. Um, it was mussels, it was scallops, it was lobster tails, tails plural. It was shrimp, it was crab meat, mussels, did I say mussels? Yeah. Uh, uh, calamari. Yeah. And a penne pasta. But there's no, like, there's no context. Some Italian sausage. Okay, some andouille. And chicken tenders actually came in as well, and I said, let's hold the chicken tenders. I don't know that that's a good idea. Uh, came in this this pot? Same dish, yes. That okay. seemed excessive. This that's, is a guy called, Fieri. that's called just grabbing everything you have. This in the is a guy Fieri, Fieri dish. At the Marietta Diner. Yes, because he has a partnership with him. What? Yes. And this is called the Million Dollar Seafood Surprise or something like that. Oh, I bet. Yeah. 
Um, it's, it's, my, it's ruined discomfort. It's ruined a million toilets. So, um, here's the thing. There's no context. You just send me this text out of the blue. And it's like, guess how much this cost? Guess. Guess how much that cost? But first of all, I'm like, what even is this? It was, uh, it was, it gave me heightened discomfort. What does that mean? Well, let's not get into that, but just, it was. What is heightened discomfort? Heightened discomfort in, 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 in post meal, post meal. Where did you get that from? Marietta Diner. No, the heightened, but where did you get the terminology heightened discomfort? Because we said that Roscoe would have that. Oh, okay. So you have heightened discomfort. Okay. Yes. All right. And what does that entail? We're not talking about that. We're talking about the price point for the dish. I'm going to go with twenty one ninety five. Oh hell no, fifty two ninety nine. My God. Yeah. Okay, high roller. I love it. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was okay. It Who was okay. gets a fifty three dollar dish at the Marietta Diner? Well, listen, here's, have you here's been to the Marietta you... Diner lately? The the, pr- the prices on the menus. It's not a diner. It's it's like a chops your bones type pricing. And some of the dishes that they have, they have lamb chops. They have prime rib. They have. And I know you, they. You I also know get they some do. pancakes and, and, exactly. and a wiener. A wiener. That's okay. on the menu too. But I know they do, and we we had one of these kind of near us that went Alpha Soda, that went under, and you you just I've told you I used to tell you this as thick as one piece. Okay, I used to tell you this when we went to Alpha Soda all the time because it, it was always like a bunch of why are we getting into this? Like some people who maybe were a family. Anyway. Marietta Diner is different, Don. It's I'm a not legendary sa- diner. I love the Marietta Diner. I'm not saying anything about Marietta Diner. I'm saying every time we go to one of these places where there's 4,000 things on the menu, I tell you every single time, go the, simple. The basics, yeah. Go simple, but not you. You're going to go all the way to like- Million dollar seafood surprise. Yeah, yeah. Fifty two ninety nine. dollars What did Will get? He some, probably got like a BLT, some, which- Some manicotti. He got manicotti. Yeah. Okay. Then we had some cannolis. Plus some soup and salad. And some uh, calamari on the front. Now, you know a cannoli is my favorite dessert, and you did not bring one. I always bring you a out. cannoli. We got the last two. I don't believe that we for a second. Last two. We got the I last always two. bring you a cannoli home. We got the last two. From Ippolito's every single time. Right. You are not a reciprocal cannoli person. Uh, I, I'm true. True that. True that. Uh, so, what time do I need to uh, be prepared for rainbow scallops? Or what's her name? <laughs> what time do you need to be prepared for your heightened discomfort to hit? Yes, again, tomorrow. Round two. What time is she hitting? She's coming at five. All right. We'll be uh, somewhat prepared for that. What would we be known as if we hit the road as a country music duo? Here's a piece of the conversation we had during episode 333 last Thursday, January 19th, during Cadillac Jack, my second act. Hanging at the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. It's pretty good. Should we become like a um, a singing group too? Yeah, sure. Why not? Absolutely. Go on the road. Like we can open up for Fiddle and Steel. What if we became really big and we took on, we took out like Dan and Shay at the knees? You know how we've talked about in the past, like that that duo category? It's as thin as the Sunday Noonan Times Herald. Because if you think about it, Dan and Shay, like right now, it used to be big and rich. We've talked about this. And, well, and then it was Sugarland. But imagine if all of a sudden, because you know, they're sitting here going, there ain't nobody coming. There's nobody because they can't get here this fast. And then out of the shadows. Counts who? who Donna are, and Caddy. Oh, is that us? Okay, that's her name. Yeah. Well, what would be our name if we were doing? DC. I mean, I like it, but let's be creative. We Great come time. rolling down the like main aisle, and they seat us in front of Dan and Shay. No, no, the two girls that sing. The, the wreckers. Maddie and Tay. The lens. But we come in in like full rhinestones, and they're like, "Who are these people?" That's Cadillac Jack and, and Donna. Or how about this? How about lung mustard? Lung mustard. Lung mustard. Lung mustard. You like that one? Long is in your lung? Yeah, lung mustard. That's would be lung mustard. No? Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not counting it out. Okay. Buster Hyman and the Penetrators. Wait a minute. Okay. What, what on earth? 
Did you come up with that? Bend over in the streamers. All right. Uh, yellow snow. What do you think? Yellow snow. No? Okay. Uh, beard spaghetti. Beard spaghetti. Like spaghetti in your beard. You know? Okay, these are gross. Okay. All right. What do you got, Donna? What do you got here? To bring well, table? I mean, like, what What else you the have? Smelly bushwhackers. Okay, please stop. Tenderfoot Teddy. Tenderfoot Teddy and the 10-gallon hat troubadours. What do you think? I like that one, kind of. Okay. Tenderfoot Teddy and the 10-gallon troubadours. But that makes it sound like we have a whole group of people. Well, we, we are. We'll have some backup. We'll have some cellos and things. But then we're not a Fills. duo. We need to we're, be able to go out there and hit our notes. Okay. What do you got? Because um, I'm envisioning you on the piano and me on the tambourine. Because if you bring in too many people... Right, we gotta have, we gotta, but you got to have a guitar player. But then they start getting the attention. Well, they start also getting a cut of the cash. So we got to be careful about this. I always said to Zach Brown Band, why on earth? I said to Zach what, Brown, why, why on earth do you have 11 people on stage? Right. You could have four and make three times the money you're making right now. We are only adding people... Hey, look to me and... Turn around and walk off. Well, I mean, they have that. But we are only adding people judiciously. As well, we need got? them. As we got? need them. All right, Swiss... The giddy up trifling cowpokes. Okay, Swiss Miss. Why? Why yellow snow? Okay, next. Okay, Poo-Tang. Okay, wow. Okay, and you thought that uh, Buster Hyman and the Penetrators was bad. Well, I don't know what, I mean, Poo-Tang is like if you step in. Is it? No, yes. that's not what Poo-Tang is, Don. Okay. That's not Poo-Tang at all. Freak and Frack. I like that. I like that. Get it, Freak. You're the Freak, I'm the Frack. Mrs. Mister. I love that okay. one. Okay. That's a good one. Here comes Mrs. Mister. Yeah, okay. We can bust yeah. it out and some fur. Let me, let me give you an diamonds. effect. Let me, give it to me again. Let me give you some effect. Hang on. Give, do it like, to me again. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Mrs. Mister. That's yeah, no, 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 oh. no. Okay. Anything else? Punch bowl. This is not, yeah, that's not going well. Fish well, camp. Why? Well, you love a fish camp. You're supposed to name your group something that's endearing to you. Okay, here we go. Sundown in Vegas. No. All right. Uh, laundry basket. No. Loose change. No. Good bit. Uh, Pod Pete, Melissa, hide and cheeks. Oh, I love that. What does that mean, though? Instead of hide and seek. Whose cheeks? You? Yeah. Okay. Because our producer, Carl's girlfriend. Is her, cheeks. Her, that's what I thought. I was like, how did Melissa know that and not Carl, because Carl it, was engaged to cheeks? Not because of her wearing cheeks. It's because she's got the cutest little cheeks, right? I don't know. Or is it because she has big cheeks? I don't know. I'd, I never okay. asked. I never asked. Oh, my God. Okay. Never asked. <laughs> what would be the number one thing on your writer, your contract writer? Mm. When we hit the road, what would number one be? Contract writer is 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 what they you, you give or you as a band give to the promoter who's cutting the check to promote your concert. Guy that put the or girl put the money up for your concert. Mm-hmm. That would be Live Nation's about it. But mm-hmm. uh, and the, there's things that you demand that are in your dressing room, or you want the temperature set at this in every room you're in. Or I want some charmin. Like I want some soft toilet paper. Like yeah. I do not want that like crappy toilet paper that's going to just you know what tear you up. Yeah, where your finger goes through it. Okay, I don't know about that. And then I would like some, um, I would like some maraschino cherries. You know those little chocolate cherries that they always have up at the front at Quick Trip, and they come in the little red foil, and it's the chocolate oh, with yes, the cherry, yes, yes. and and There's you bite into liquid, it, liquid, and it liquid, just yeah, some liquid squirt to it. Yes, yeah. I want that. And then I would also like some. I would like a frozen Coke machine. In every city that we tour. Well, that's not that hard to do. I mean, you know, they're going to have a margarita machine. Just put some frozen Coke in it. And maybe a little rooster booster, you know, for me to put my floater in. And then I need, I would like some pistachios. But I'm not not being difficult, but I would like them shelled because they just tear up your nails. 
I'm not done. Um, and then I would also like a massager. Like they can find one in every city to bring his little chair over and just start grinding his elbow into my back, you know, 10 minutes before I hit the stage and 10 minutes after I come off. So double massage. Double massage. Well, why don't you just take a massager on the road with you? Well, because you, they're going to be all like... Well, personal. Do you have a personal massager? No, but they're going to be all like... like a, They're going to be trying to do like official. I want that massager, man, where I have to crawl to my car afterwards. Okay, you, okay all right. Yeah. Right. And then right, I would like... You know what? We're going to well, jump this. We're going to jump this to the next episode, and we'll, can, we'll, we'll get the rest of your ride around. What about you? Um, what would be your number one thing? Go Colas. Yeah. Coca-Cola's uh, uh, 36, 36 pack. And not like the cocaine, the Coca-Cola's. I, I was very specific, Coca-Cola. The Coca-Cola's, okay. Coca-Cola yeah. in a cooler. Yeah. Well, I'd like some peach sweet tea. With ice. I'd like that new, the Zaxby's. styrofoam cup. Yes, Z- with the Zaxby's ice. The chipped ice. Now, Zaxby's they do cup. have some really good peach sweet tea. I'd like that, too. Okay. All right. I just killed Brantley Gilbert. Sorry, Brantley. Did you eat any of the food that I got you the other day when we were in Fable at uh, True Kathy's uh, layout? No, I did not eat. Uh, you Again. I can't eat a fish taco an hour or two later. That doesn't travel well. Well, it traveled there within 10 minutes, but you just didn't want to well, I'm not going to eat in front of other okay. people right. who are hungry. Because right. that's the only one in the nation. I, I know. I, I in know. Fayetteville, Georgia. It's a, it's a Hawaiian-themed Chick-fil-A is what it is. I, you know, I, the, I, know. I mean, people drive them all over America. Well, I wish I'd known. I would, I would have gone afterwards. I, I don't. True Kathy's layout yeah. or luau. Maybe you should give us a tour next time. Well, I will. We didn't have time this, this past this recent trip. Now, we All did right. pass by this okay. huge Holyfield mansion house. on the way home. Vander Holyfield. Okay, he had Georgia State Patrol outside. Yes, he pays them. He pays the Georgia State Patrol. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yes. Just sit there. Yes. Who's coming for him? Um, All these women that he's had we, children we with? May be, you may be surprised, actually. But no, he has car shows there. He has, uh, I mean, that place is hopping most of the time. Charlotte sent me a text. Yeah, we rode by. We were like, "What? We we Brantley, did a, we'll be back to you, Brantley. We did a loop to loop. We came back. We're like, whose house is that?" And I so, told her, "Vander Holyfield." I said, "I think it's a Vander Holyfield." Yep. And then when you when you when she texted you and you sent the text back, whose house it was? She goes, "Mama, it's Evander's whole. It's Evander Holy Hill's house." Yeah, no, 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 close, close, <laughs> but, but no, no win, no win, close, uh, but no win. Evander Holy Hills. Love it, love it, love it. All right, we're back to Brantley. It's your turn, Brantley. Okay, right. what's he doing? Well, he's making furniture. Is what he's doing? Yes, right. Uh, We're Gilbert is uh, gearing up for the big concert with him. The couch sessions. Are we? Okay, yeah. that's not confirmed yet. Let's be very clear. That's not confirmed. I sent him a text. Bradley's bad about texting back. I'll say that. Uh, last time I saw him was uh, he did a show for the con for, for for a concert for the station down in Noonan. Mm-hmm. When was that? Uh, about three four months ago, maybe. Um, but he hadn't. He's he's bad about texting back. He's he's not a good return texter. But we're gonna we're gonna see what we can do about the uh, the couch sessions because he has this new line of furniture that uh, yeah affect uh, starting Wednesday February first if you're listening on a day less than a week away this coming Wednesday February the first Brandon Gilbert's collection of furniture will be available at Gallery Furniture sixteen hundred Browns Patrol Gainesville and I guarantee you if you said to um to Brantley hey you know that you know Don and the Wolfman he'd be like oh hell I'm yeah sure I do well, he was raised in Jefferson seriously Georgia. he yeah. does so um it's coming just you know the furniture is coming and Brantley's coming okay Donna stop I'm I, putting it out there okay, I'm well, manifesting okay, it okay well I, I'd be careful about that I'd be well careful about that. Well, he's not coming yet, but but the furniture's coming. Right. But um, there's some amazing colors. It is a really, I know this sounds crazy. If you are a Brantley Gilbert fan, you may already know well, about the this, furniture. Look, does, he, does that picture look like a furniture designer, man? I think you'd be surprised. There are a lot of furniture designers who are very like talented and creative. I'm not saying it's not. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful sectional and couches and throw yeah. pillows and whatever. I think he has a soft side. Well, clearly he does. Yeah. And that's fantastic. 
And he's yep. bringing that out. And he loves the pillows. It's not about shotguns all the time. No, you know? he loves the pillows. It's not about having your rear end in the air. It's just like, here you go with the couches. And they are really, really pretty couches. Um, and you can come and see the collection and be one of the first to shop it and be one of the first to buy it because Donna's going to have a lot of them um, there. And they are, I think, pretty exclusive to her up in that area. So definitely go by and check it out. Ask the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. Same location they've been for uh, over 40 years. Locally owned, small business. Support small businesses like gallery, furniture. On Instagram, the follow is at Ask for Wolfman Furniture, at Ask for Wolfman Furniture. And they have put some uh, some preview photographs of this collection from Brantley Gilbert, this furniture collection from Brantley Gilbert on the Instagram account already. Wednesday, February 1st, it is available at Gallery Furniture. Congratulations to Brantley Gilbert. And um, we'll see if we can get him to. Uh, what, what, how, first question he's going to ask me is what's my time commitment? What are you thinking? Let's, I mean, we just need 45 minutes, which we will extend to an hour and a half for him to sign some some autographs okay, and stuff. See, but that's, 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 no, that's, it's fine. It's fine. Here's what happens. He's not going to think that he's going to have fun, and so he's going to be, like, reticent. Do you know what that means? I do not. Spell it. Spell it. Tell me what it is. R-E-T- tell me all about it. R-E-T-I-C, I think, E-N-T. But anyways, um, he's going to be, like, a little, like, he's going to hold back. He's going to not be not sure about it. But then when he gets there, he's going to have so much fun because we're all going to be there. And we're going to, like, we're, he's going to sing a couple of his songs, and then people are going to be able to ho- holler out requests. And he's just going to sing them. Okay. All right. All right. So I'll, I'll keep you updated. Keep working on that. I'll keep you updated. I mean, Wait. you're the legendary Cadillac Jack. Can't you get this done? Uh, I don't know that I can, to be honest with you. But okay. I'll, I'll do my best. You have my word done. I'll do my best. I will do my best. Hey, still to come during this episode, we're going to have the winners from the Iowa State Fair Husband Calling Contest. What? You're going to die when you hear this. You are going to die when you hear this. And I want you to be prepared to do your calling of me. Okay. Okay. And we'll do that coming up uh, here in just a few minutes. All right. My second act brought to you by Ford and the Ford F-150, the best-selling truck on the road. Get your F-150 or F-150 Raptor, Fable Ford, just north of the Fable Square. Pick up your lifetime powertrain warranty while you are there. Lifetime powertrain warranty with every Ford sold comes as a gift to you. At no charge, give to you the customer from Fateful Ford, FatefulFordGA.com. Brightmore Hospice, thank you for uh, your support. Brightmore Healthcare, Brightmore Hospice. My second act is also brought to you by Awesome Alpharetta. You can register for the big relax and rejuvenate wellness getaway weekend in Alpharetta. Perfect destination to relax, reset, and recharge your body, mind, soul, and spirit. All of those things, Donna. Yes. Here in Awesome Alpharetta. Register to win at AwesomeAlpharetta.com. And you have until uh, March 31st to do that. When you fly Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline, explore over 335 now episodes, I think, of the My Second Act podcast and four seasons now of Hypes on Playlists. When seated safely and comfortably, just engage the infotainment system. And you're adding another new artist. It's another Donna Pick. Oh, yeah. It's a Donna Pick with the uh, Hypes on Playlist for this episode. Hang on. I got to get all my stuff together. I wasn't ready for this. I like this song. When I pulled the you clip do? here. I like, you want me to go and do the clip? And then we'll do yeah, the, let's do the, the clip. The, the cell on the back Yeah, side, do the clip. Say. That's a, oh, that's one of the uh, husband calling people. Oh my Hang god! On. Sorry, wrong person. Wrong, wrong, wrong button, Cadillac Jack. As is that one. That's there. Alabama. Let's try this. One. Adam, so it's, I don't know how you say his last name, but it's Adam Doliak, I think. Doliak? I think I said, yeah. 
I wouldn't. Doliac. Um, so he grew up in the song is, what is it? Donut, Donut. Uh, Donut Sound All Right. Donut Sound All Right. Um, I just knew it as a donut song. But anyways, um, not donut, but don't it. Um, he grew up in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I love a Mississippi guy and a girl. I mean, just Mississippi just raises some good, good old Southern folks. Um, but he was his dad, like they all, they, his dad and grandparents ran this electrical business, but he was a huge baseball player, super successful in sports. And so he went to University of Southern Mississippi and played baseball and he went on to play in the College World Series. How about that? But then... You know, uh, as, as life there's tends to happen, he, he, grew he got up, a girl pregnant or there was an injury. No, but he listened to like, he, he didn't listen to a lot of country music. He listened to like John Mayer. He listened to Dave Matthews band, but then he wrote a song and the song got the attention of Sirius XM on the highway channel. And he ended up like being one of the most, um, it was number three on the highways, hot country countdown countdown, which shows you how you can just come from nowhere. You know what I mean? Because he had been writing and writing. But how, he how are you exposed to this? Wasn't getting any traction. Um, I've heard him in the store a couple okay. of times. So he um, he was co-writer with Darius Rucker. He um, was 2018 Pandora Radio's Artist to Watch and Rolling Stone's country, new country artist you need to know. Um, and then Sony Music signed him to a deal. And he just released it. So this song that I just, that we are adding is on his studio album, Barstool Whiskey Wonderland, which was released in September. It's available now. He's great. Available now. And he's adorable. Again, these little boys. No, he's, he is. He's, they're he's, just so cute, these little boys that come out. Yeah. There's a lot of them, though. Well, who cares? A lot of them. Just line them all up and turn. You know what they should do? You know what we're talking about? That MILF Island, which there is a woman from Georgia on it. I mean, we're going to try to get her on the podcast to talk about how this all came down, who she slept with, which one of her son's friends she slept with. But that's what they should do. It should be called Country Island. And they get together like Chase Rice and Bailey Zimmerman and this fella. Nate Nate, uh, Nate Smith. Yep. And mm-hmm. just all of them. I can't keep them straight. And, and then they put a bunch of us old cougars like me and Betsy and a bunch of people on there who would just goose the crap out of them. All right. And just turn us all loose. And you know who should host it is Hardy. Take that to a... CMT. Yep. Leslie Here Fram. Leslie Fram. I don't think she'd be before that. She would not be. Okay, go ahead. What's uh, your, what you are know, you I, Well, I'm a sucker for a good boot-stomping fiddle breakdown, Donna. Back in 1982, this week in 1982, was the number one country song in America 41 years ago this week. You ready? Yeah. I don't know that you are. Here we go. Mount Music. I think we have this on one of the posts, but you can't, again, you cannot have this enough. 41 years ago this week. Here we go. If you're a fan of a good boot-stomping fiddle breakdown, jump in. Sing along. Sing with us. Radio in Alabama. Here we go. Oh, play me some mountain music like Grandma and Grandpa used to play. Then I float on down the river to that Cajun Highway. Highway. Is this where they're skinning the cats? Uh, yeah. Okay, we talked about this because remember we had this whole thing about Olivia did not like the song because they were skinning cats. But we, we broke down... What that actually meant. It didn't do. Uh, in 82, same year the song hit number one, 41 years ago, Alabama won ACM and CMA Entertainers of the Year. And they would go on to win a Grammy uh, the following year for that song right there. And now uh, you, so, you, Solely written by Randy Owen of Alabama. He was, he was a sole songwriter on that entire song right there. And now you saw... Um, you had a big, <laughs> Songs of the South. You had a big concert this weekend to... For first responders. For first responders. And you saw this amazing, you were telling me... It's um, a tribute band. Alabama tribute band. But I they, tell you, some of these tribute bands can lay it down. And they, 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 they charge a, a good penny, too. How? Uh, but was there... What, okay, this is my question. Because yeah. the Journey one... 
they have a member for every member. Like the one I saw that was, um, oh, Bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet. Let me tell you something. You fell in love with John, Johnny. No, not John. Uh, Richie. Richie, Richie Simbor. Um, what would, but did they have songs of the South? Yes, they had one for every member, and they they dressed like them. They looked like them. They're so they had the 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 drummer. They had the everybody. Okay. Now here here's the big. Was question. he a big fella? Because the drummer's big. Let's, fella. let's 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 just let's focus. Who, which one just died? Teddy. Yeah. Are we sure? I don't know. Or was it the cook one? Uh, 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 anyway, one of them died. So does that guy? Does he have to step aside? Does he lose his gig? I wonder. Seriously, I mean, I'm not being ugly. I'm not being disrespectful well, at all. I think it's no, a valid question. No, because that would be current Alabama, and there he's playing the role of Alabama from 41 years ago. And Correct. Beyond. Okay. Yeah. Now, how did Randy Owen look? Um, yeah. Was he new Randy or old Randy? Probably more older Randy. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe uh, like a senior living Randy. I have three women who were the top three, the finalists, Donna, in the Iowa State Fair Husband Calling Contest. Now, I have audio from all three of them, all right? And they call their husbands, and then we're going to get you to uh, to, to call me. Okay. Not on the phone, but like in the form of uh, You wouldn't pick just, up. Just holler. You, you do not I pick wouldn't. the phone I, up. I don't, I don't talk on the phone. Here is the woman who placed third. Bob, Bob, hurry up. I don't want to be late. Bob, hurry, hurry. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. All right. Here is the woman. Who was second, second place in the Iowa State Fair husband calling contest? Daryl. Okay, that's that would grate on my nerves right there. Mm-hmm. That's it's short. That's it. But that's that's. Woo! All right, you ready for the winner? Roy, can you hear me? You get yourself in here right now, Roy, 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 Roy. What'd she win? A ribbon. A ribbon. And some pickles or something. Shit, I don't know. But I mean, I don't. Roy. 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 I mean, can you imagine Roy? Oh, my Let's gosh. get Roy on the podcast. You get yourself in here right now. I would. Roy, 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 Roy. You would. You, I mean, but he. I, I, I bet I, he just prattles right in there with his little house so? shoes on. Of course. Okay, let's role play. Let's, we had done this in a while. Let's role play. Okay. Uh, I'm, where am I? I'm, I'm Roy, and I'm, uh, I'm out in the driveway. But you're going to play Roy as you, not Roy as Roy. I didn't follow you there. Okay, here we go. Roy. Okay, stop. Oh, so, my God. Okay, well, you're already, like, giving up. Oh, my God, I have. I guarantee he drops his rake and comes in. Danita, what do you need, baby? How would you call me? Um, well, I have before. Yeah. The toilet is overflowing in the half bath. Can you hear me? Can you help me? I was doing there radio. There is shit was, flowing all on the I was, ground I was, level. I was doing radio at the time. At the exact moment that that happened, and that's a true story, I was doing radio, and I could not, I can't leave my post. Can I leave my post? True story, though. The shit was just floating through the den, wasn't it? Roy! Oh, Jesus Can you Christ. hear me? You get yourself in here right now! Roy, 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 Roy! Hello. Donna, Donna, say hi to Brian. Hi, Brian. Oh, sorry, I got to punch you up. There you hi, go. Brian, how are you? I'm good. Just We're, driving to the airport to pick up my wife. I'm good. Okay. Uh, right. Where's she coming back from? Uh, Tampa. Got it. She was out there for work for a week. Okay, now that's a sweet husband that doesn't make her get on the MARTA or do something like he's... <laughs> Oh, I think you made me get on the mark. He's like pulling right up to the like lot to pick her up. Are you going in? Do you have a sign, Brian? No, Brian does not have a sign. You don't know that. No, no, not doing no sign. Okay. Just walk out and I'll pick you up. Oh, okay. Exactly, All exactly. right. Yeah, Brian, Brian's not a sign kind of guy. There's okay. Not, there's not many <laughs> sign guys that are out there, Donna, believe it or not. Like, Brian, do you know any sign men that, that make a sign when they go pick their wife up? No, if I do, uh, 
I, I wouldn't probably talk to him much. You wouldn't out him. There, you wouldn't out him on the podcast, would you? Yeah, nope. Pod Pete Brian lives in Villarica, and he's going to join us here during this episode of the podcast to talk about how he was affected by the tornadoes in Griffin Thursday, January the 12th. First, though, going to share part of a, a visit that I had with Chief Michael Yates, uh, police chief in the city of Griffin. Uh, this was a, a conversation that aired originally on the Bear 92.5 during the afternoon ride with Cadillac Jack. Is there any way to prepare Chief Yates for for what your city and your community experienced on Thursday afternoon and, and into the early evening of, of last Thursday? Is there any way for a, de- a department like yours to prepare for something like that? Well, I mean, we do exercises. We prepare for things. We, you know, we have some some stock of equipment and things like that that we might need for an emergency. But uh, in many ways, especially the psychological, emotional side of it, nobody can ever prepare themselves for for something like that. Um, you know, I've been doing this well over thirty years. Dealt with a you know a few natural disasters, but I've never seen so much destruction in such a short period of time. You prepare the best you can, but you deal with it when you get it. And I think you're so you're so right as you always are, Chief Yates. But you're you're so right about the emotional and, and, and so the psychological and emotional end of it. I was down with your officers, the men and women of the Griffin PD, on uh, early Friday morning. Got there around uh, sunup, and you, you you're not prepared for for the people that you see that are hurting. You're not prepared to to process what you see with the, the people in the community that are in need of so many different things because you hate to see people hurt. The destruction and negativity and things like that associated with this has been a a unifying event. I mean, we've got people pulling together like I've never seen before, and uh, places outside this community are, are swarming in here to help. That kind of restores your faith in human nature. I'll be down tomorrow, and uh, I'll bring my expenses from uh, from from Friday morning. And um, okay, and, my, and all my them, who, who do I give that to again? Uh, put them in the the denial box, and uh, we'll move them to the other. Uh-huh. Uh, box for further denial. The the the, the, the denial box D E N surely not I E L. You choose how you want to We'll it. talk. They'll we'll all talk. go to the same they'll all go to the same place. Well, well, you and I will have a conversation, Chief Yates. But uh, listen, <laughs> uh, thank you for your leadership. Thank you for, for all that you have done and to the men and women of your department of the Griffin Police Department. God bless you all. Stay safe and uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you. Well we appreciate your help. On Thursday, January the twelfth, four tornadoes were on the ground in Griffin in Spalding County, uh, Georgia, about 40 miles south of Hartsfield. And uh, there were three that uh, were on the ground simultaneously at the exact same time. One of them an EF3, two miles wide, called massive, massive, caused massive, massive destruction. Brian is a pot peep of my second act. Brian's also a, a listener of the radio show, the Bear 92.5s, where you hear the afternoon ride with Cadillac Jack, three to seven weekday afternoons. And you heard Donna in the clip there with Chief Yates, him say that uh, it kind of, you know, uh, Brought back his his uh, belief in, in compassion and people having um, humanity that all of that and and in a note that, that Brian sent to us on the podcast text and voicemail line uh, Brian you said the exact same thing that, that this restored your faith in humanity the way that people in Griffin uh, were helping one another and, and and pitching in and and going above and beyond and and I've said in a very recent episode of the podcast I wish that we could have that same culture and that same way of thinking. Uh, every day of every year of uh, every year of, of, of our lives. Uh, I work for a uh, retail establishment, uh, home improvement. You have never seen so much devastation. And when I got there, it was completely dark. I've never seen a whole city dark. And then just being there all day and listening to all the people talking, 
telling them that it's all going to be okay, that they were okay, the house could be repaired, but their lives were okay. It, it just hit home and it hit it hit hard for me. It's almost but like you're like see, a therapist too, Brian. Like you were work, <laughs> you were working your job, but you're like kind of telling people, you know, because when people go through this, they just want to be in community with someone to tell them it's going to be okay. You're going to get through it. And you were doing that, which is a great thing. Absolutely. And then you go outside and you have 12, 13 electricity pole uh, companies out there from Jacksonville, Florida, that um, it, it just brings that uh, the sense of, hey, this is so, something that we can all get together and get behind. And you don't need the publicity or anything else to the show on the radio uh, or TV, you know what I mean? Just we have good people and there's still good people in this world. I want to talk about the power crews real quick that you brought up from Jacksonville. They were also from uh, Opelika, Alabama. There were crews that came in from Horry County, South Carolina, which is Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. That's not a tour of duty that people, I don't know that they sign up for. You know, that you say, I want to go and re- climb power poles and, and put my life in danger and, and, and maybe not return to my family for the sake of people that I don't know, states away and have to live in really tough conditions, maybe without power for days on end and wear the same clothes and smell and not have food or water. I don't know that there are people queued up at the, uh, in the break room to sign up for that duty, you know? Uh, but yet Absolutely. there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that did. Um, and, and, and you would see these power crews all around Griffin and Spalding County uh, in other areas where the, the tornadoes hit on the South side, but Griffin and Spalding County was certainly ground zero on that Thursday with a, again, four of them confirmed on the ground, three of them at the same time. You know, when you see those power trucks coming in, it's like the, it's like a convoy. At one point, they ran out of power poles. Mm. They ran out of power poles, which delayed. Uh, there was just so much destruction and devastation that it, you know delayed getting the power grid back up because they couldn't move forward until more power poles were, were brought in, and they were trucked in the next day from uh, from different areas. But those power crews, those, those linemen and line women, I guess Donna would be sure. the way to say it. Oh yeah, um, uh, remarkable, remarkable people, um, and uh, you cannot thank them enough. You you welcome people into your store, Brian, and, and just to give them give them heat and give them water and just give them a place to to rest their mind as best that they could, right? Absolutely. There was um, teenagers. There was an elderly lady. She was just cold, and she just wanted somewhere to sit down and get some heat. And we open up our doors. Our store manager open up the doors to the community and whatever they needed. Yeah, I mean, you know, here's the thing: when whenever this kind of like tragedy sti- strikes, it's you're you're always surprised like how you know there's the obvious places that are warming shelters and places like that like you said for people to get warm and places for people to receive food and water but sometimes you may have a, a business that unexpectedly becomes that that same place just because you know there's a need and there there's people that need help and i think you hit on something earlier too Brian you know we shouldn't have to and, and it sounded like this community we didn't. Um, but, you know, you shouldn't have to be told like over the news, listen, we could really use some help if anybody out there can, you know, go out and help. These were people who they probably didn't even have TV or I'm sure they might have been listening to you, Caddy, on the radio. But, you know, they just got up and went to their garages and stuff and got, you know, power tools and gloves and whatever they needed and probably waters in their refrigerators. And I know you stopped on the way, Caddy, to get waters for people. And that's what you do in the time of a crisis. You don't wait for someone to say, here's the job that we need help for. You just head out and, you know, I mean, with you, I was a little worried, Caddy, because I didn't want you getting in the way. Like, I mean, I, people want help, but they don't want to cause a bigger problem. Like, you don't want to start with a small right, sinkhole, Brian, and end up with right. a big old sinkhole. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Thank you, Don. We're going to turn my, Donna's microphone down, Brian, and just have a conversation <laughs> for the two of us right now. But um, no, you're right. But, but you know, Chief Yates uh, with the Griffin BD, 
he went home and got his chainsaw. Then he was back and just cutting down trees and and and, and clearing intersections and uh, just doing grunt work uh, like many of his, his his officers were doing, and also deputies with the Spalding County Sheriff's Office. I talked to Chief Yates several times throughout the, uh, the you know the, the four days afterwards and five days afterwards. And at one point, he said to me, because uh, you had Samaritan's Purse show up with their eighteen wheelers, uh, you had uh, FEMA, you had GEMA, which is the Georgia Emergency Medical uh, Agency. You also had the American Red Cross. Uh, he said to me at one point, he said, we have more. And then you had all the volunteers from just cities and, and, and counties and, and communities throughout the southeast and Georgia, for that matter, that showed up saying, what can we do to help? And he said to me at one point, we have more people than we know what to do with. Uh, and that's that's a, that's a pretty bold statement to make after four tornadoes have, have gone through your county. But that just shows you the magnitude of the number of people that were willing to, you know, that raised their hand and said, let me help. I'm here. Let me do whatever I can to help this community that's hurting and needs to heal. Uh, when I went over there this Thursday, you couldn't get down some side road still, and some people were still out of electricity. So it was about three until about three four days ago. People there were certain homes and areas without power. Um, but thank you for all that you did. Thank you for uh, for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to the radio show. How long have you been listening to the podcast? I'm curious. Um, since day one, uh, actually, I think uh, you made a comment about me when death starts at two sixty nine. I got it on the uh, cruise uh, a couple of weeks later. After was that, that so. you? Oh, Lord, Brian, and you that, made it back. That has turned I into... made it back just fine. That yes. has turned into the one of the most told stories of this pie. I get asked about that more than anything, about where that title came from. Uh, I had a conversation with somebody just the other day about the, the episode uh, that was titled Death Starts at 269. And it's because uh, Carnival, right before the pandemic, really went full throttle in 2020, I guess it would have been. Uh, yep, Carnival still I was running... All, all and I survived. And you survived. Carnival's still running commercials on TV saying fun starts at 269. I said, no, death starts at 269. That's what but but that didn't stop you, did it, Brian? You were like, I'm not listening to this man. I'm going to get on this boat and I'm going to have a good time. Yeah, I was like, man, let me get away from this stuff for right now. Seriously. Do you ever listen to the podcast and think this man is just crazy? How's that woman deal with him? Exactly. Oh, good. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Thank you, David. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Brian, you're breaking Brian, up on Brian. us, Brian. You're breaking up on us. Uh, you wrote, you wrote your sorry. note to us. Uh, there were a lot of heroes that stepped up, and it makes me feel there are still great people in this world. Hashtag Griffin strong. I love that. Well said. Well said. Especially with the work that I do, you, you still are able to see that there is good people that you're in this world. That first morning I was there that Friday morning, the morning after about 12 hours after the tornadoes went, you know, they passed. I was with uh, Lieutenant uh, Brandon Walden with the uh, Griffin police department riding around and just assessing and looking and giving out waters and free sun juice boxes and things. Uh, And, and you would see just teams of, of local contractors and people that, you know, build home builders, and they couldn't do anything. They couldn't go build homes for for a few days. Maybe they haven't even started building homes again yet. So they took all their you know their workers and their their equipment, and they just showed up with excavators and bobcats and those uh, things that uh, I don't know anything about tools, for instance. And we could do like a tool trivia contest right here, and I would lose. I'd, uh, I'd miss horribly, would I not, Donna? I think you would. Yeah. We should do that one time. All right, let's not. Let's not. Let's we'll call Brian back, and he can like he can name <laughs> he can some tools. He can be my challenger. Well, no, he should just name some tools, and let's see which one of the two of us knows what it is. Why don't you, let's go. Okay. What do you got? What do you got? Give Brian, us a tool, Brian. Brian. Brian's headed to Hartsfield to uh, pick up his wife at the airport. He's got nothing but time. What's an uh, impact drill? Impact drill is... Um, go ahead. It's a drill that has an impact. It's, uh, go, it goes... There you go. Is that right? How's it go, kid? Just, yeah. And it's sometimes, one of the best ones out there. sometimes if your battery isn't fully charged, it, rawr, rawr. absolutely. Thank you, Brian. See, I know my tools. All right, one more. Let me give it a whirl, Brian. Give me something. 
for Cadillac, you should know this. What is a chainsaw? So I'll give you an easy one. Oh What's a chainsaw? Are you serious? Well, wow. you just fire that sucker up and you start cutting down trees or whatever you want. What does it sound like? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. What do you think, Brian? Sounds perfect. Sounds like a little hook about a chainsaw. Sounds perfect. I tell you what you want. You want one that's run that, that's run on gas because you don't want to have to like you don't want your cord to get all tangled up trying to get it out to your tree that's where right. you need well, it. Yeah, but you because you don't have power probably too if you're trying to take down use a chainsaw during the tornado after you're a damn right. Pornatic, por, not pornatic, post uh, tornatic. Uh, tor, uh, we're just gonna stop. Just we're stop just talking. Stop, stop just, talking. Ryan's got the kids in the car. We're gonna stop. Cadillac Jack. Uh, we have a couple other pot peeps want to recognize. April and Kennesaw requested a link to season four of the Hypes on Playlist. I sent that to her. Thank you for sending that to me. Mm-hmm. I then forwarded it on to April. Uh, in a text to the podcast voicemail text line, uh, she writes, I love the podcast. Y'all make me laugh just when I need to laugh. I've listened to you since crying, loving, or leaving. Wow. I've not seen those three words in years. Uh, that was where I started. Seven to midnight. That was the show I did. On the former Kicks 1015 when I got here at uh, 18 years old, back in 1994. So thank you for your uh, 20, nearly 30 years of support, April, in Kennesaw. Jane has uh, caught up on episodes. She reaches out to tell us she's very sorry about Sally, uh, our, our, our coonhound we had to put down. Uh, a reminder to appreciate and love each day. Amen. Jane Amen. Uh, go dog, she wrote. And also, what is the name of the seafood restaurant you guys Went to an Alpharetta. It was New Year's Eve, and it was, I responded, Lapeer, is that right? Lapeer, yes. And that is an awesome Alpharetta, L-A-P-E-E-R. It's right in our city center. Fantastic restaurant. Uh, And they make their Uh, own butter. They do. Our waiter churns the butter every day. Yes. Uh, Be well, and uh, cheers to a happy 2023 to you and Donna. Thank you, Jane. Love you, Jane, very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Chrissy Allen Williams, a pod peep for this episode. Go ahead, read this. Well, I have. Have, No, but, yeah, but I mean, read it out loud. Have we talked about? Yes, we, we did a whole thing on Patty Loveless. Oh, okay. It's been a while. Okay. Uh, I remember on your podcast, you and Donna were talking about Patty Loveless, and I was so excited that y'all had brought her up and her amazing talent in this raw and real song. And the song was, You Don't Even Know Who I Am. And you left me a long time. I'm going to let Patty sing it here in a second. Okay. Was I present for that? Yes, you were. Podcast? You were. Okay. You were, yeah. Christy continues, I stumbled across this on TikTok today. And I was again blown away by her and my favorite song by her. But to add the incredible Chris Stapleton in there blew me away. Just thought I would share. I think I've missed this whole thing. I love this guy. He is just just a wonderful, wonderful, beautiful person. Chris Stapleton had invited Patty Loveless. Out on stage when he was in Kentucky, which is her her home state. Try one more. Yeah. I love her. She lives in Paulden County, Georgia, which is uh, one of the 28 counties that makes up Atlanta on the west side of uh, Atlanta. Daddy Loveless and Chris Stapleton. That's fabulous. Thank you, uh, thank you, Christy, for uh, bringing that to our attention. Thank you for your loyalty. Thank you for uh, listening to the podcast. You can reach out to us, the podcast voicemail text line, 770-464-6024. Come straight to my iPhone, and uh, you can leave a voicemail or text message, and we'll be in touch. Audio for this episode from RCA Records Nashville in Alabama. Eris to Nashville Records and Adam Doliak and Chris Stapleton on TikTok.
And much appreciation to Pot Pete Bryan from Villarica and from the Griffin, Georgia Police Department, Chief Michael Yates. Our thanks to executive producers Hans Appen and Carl Appen. Uh, production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act part of the Appen Podcast Network. 